0: 9 to five dot cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.
1: Welcome back to a brand new episode of Go Plug Yourself. On this week's episode, we host Angus Byers of the Hypnophonics, and he is talking about the upcoming show that's happening tomorrow, April 1st, at Fofun Electric. The Hypnophonics are opening up for the creep show for a night of amazing psychobilly rock and roll music. So if you do not have symptoms of COVID, do not go out if you have symptoms. But if you do not have symptoms of COVID and you want to get your psychobilly rock and roll vibe on, head to foofs this this Friday, April 1st, Hypnophonic's Creep Show. It's going to be an amazing show. Uh, Angus also obviously talks a lot about uh, how he got into the band. It's a crazy story that involves a bunch of drunken tomfoolery. Um, so be sure to listen to the episode to check that out. And like I said, if you're into some psychobilly, head on down to Fuzz on April 1st. Uh, if you're into wrestling, mind you, uh, the Perfect Bite Boys that you might know as Chris Vendito and Walter J. Ling are hosting Wrestlemania at Champs this weekend on April 2nd and April 3rd. If you're into wrestling and comedy, head down to Champs Saturday and Sunday night, both nights of Wrestlemania. It's a pay-what-you-can deal. There's going to be laughs, food, prizes, and of course, Wrestlemania. Check it out. And In the meantime, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Go plug yourself, everybody.
2: Two, one, get it. Go plug yourself, you plug in, motherplugger. Go plug yourself,
0: Go plug in, motherplugger. Go plug yourself, you plug in, motherplugger. Go, you mother go, go, you mother go plug yourself, it's a time for another Go Plug Yourself podcast. Crush
1: that,
0: Steve.
1: Listen, man, I got COVID. My head is in a cloud.
0: <laughs> Well, you know who else is heads in a cloud? Who? Chris Rock's. Oh, I, I... oh
3: goodness! <laughs> uh, Angus, what's up, buddy? He recovered from that like like a pro. Like he's right? taken some hits before, I imagine. Um, not not much. Um, you know, trying to keep sane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Angus, has anyone ever charged you on the stage?
3: Um not violently but I okay. have been <laughs> uh I, I've been groped a lot on stage yeah, like, like which is, which yeah, is very uncomfortable like like, like yeah. I, I don't know like I I don't I, I like I, out of the band members that we've had I'm like the second most wookie looking you know um, <laughs> like, like like the hypnophonics have I mean, have generally been like a really good-looking band, you know, like <laughs> and that. I, I see myself, and I'm like, oh, hey, you know, like uh, I'm scruffy as all get out. But like, I I don't know, like, um, yeah, no, uh, this dude licked my chest. Um, oh my! Yeah, the last show that that was unwelcome. Especially, especially <laughs> he licked your chest during COVID no 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 no. yeah we we're we're the show that we're playing this coming friday at at Foof's um on april 1st plug 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 um is the first show that we played in two years uh and right before covid we released our first ep in uh 11 years um so yeah, like we, we're masters of bad timing, um, but we 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 played. Uh, I think our last show was early March, and then they shut us down. Like, well, I mean, you know, all that sort of stuff uh, in mid so March.
0: March twenty twenty. You haven't. You guys haven't worked since March twenty twenty.
3: Then basically, yeah. As as far as that, no, 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 no. yeah.
0: It's
3: been a bad time for rock and roll.
0: Yeah, like we, like you know, comedians are are very prone to complaining very loudly about things these days. It's one mm. of our favorite things to do. Uh, but we <laughs> were we were able to get some shows in during the lockdowns in Quebec, in, in version one point oh, two point
3: oh.
0: Uh, yeah. You you guys didn't play at all then from from twenty twenty until this Friday at Flips. uh no. first get your tickets. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, it was it, like there are a lot of other bands out there that work hard and um you know figured out virtual practices or like we're practicing outside when you could or like playing in parks and doing all that stuff and that's not us like we, we we started jamming again um like two two months ago when we we got invited to do this show uh Cause you know, it's where, um, yeah, we're lazy. Like at the end of the day, like it's, it's where we're not the, the hard working guys that we used to be. I mean, I I say hardworking, we're not the dirtbags that we used to do. All of us got jobs now. Like one of us got a kid. Like it's, it's bizarre. I
2: was
1: going to say, you, you mentioned that it was your first EP, came out uh like the the first ep in 11 years and that was two years ago so hypnophonics are how old if you want to put a
3: i I think 15. i think 15 15 years yeah i think 15 yeah we've managed it's
1: understandable i guess that that uh you know times have changed since I'm, i'm trying to do the backwards math here what's 22 minus 15 2007.
3: Mm-hmm. Does that seem right? Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think it was 2007 or 2006, at least when I started. Um, what, were, like, what were you doing in
1: 2007, 2006? What, what, what was life like for Angus in 2007,
3: 2006? Oh, God, like- it, like, um, uh, I don't know. I, I I just graduated from illustration at Dawson. and I, I just decided to be done with school in general. And so I was doing a lot of like, um, freelance illustration. Um, and I really wanted to do like sort of lowbrow poster art. Cause <laughs> I, I figured you could make money doing that. You, I can't. I, and I, I didn't, but it was fun. Um, <laughs> Seemed like a good so idea. I, I was fun. going to a lot of shows. Um, I was spending a lot of time doing my hair. My hair was very tall and very, um, Kind
1: of a pompadour head. thing at the time.
3: I, definitely, yeah. I, I, black with a white streak. I, I was dying my I, I had a mustache too, and I was dying that a lot. Like it was it was a lot of effort. Um Yeah, no, I, I, I was I was uh yeah, well I, I I got invited to be in the band around then because um Dave David Don't our, our guitarist and main songwriter and it's his band. I just show up. Um, was doing a Psycho Billy night at um, the, the now defunct Playhouse on Park. Um, mm-hmm. And we, yeah, and he was doing it on a, I, I don't know what was up with that Saturday because usually they were packed and it was like a whole bunch of, you know, greasy haired weirdos. Um, but that night it was dead and there was just like me and maybe six other people there and we were all just sitting at the same table. Yeah. Um, and as per usual, I was quite deep in my cups. And um, <laughs> I I got him to play Iron Maiden's Run to the Hills. And then I started running across all the tables um, oh. and, like, singing to my audience of five or six. Uh, and then Dave passed me a microphone. Um, and a couple of weeks later, he asked me if I wanted to try out for his band, um, which was at the time was him, uh, Charlie from the the Lab Rats and Starbuck um, uh, of the Starbuck and Les uh, fame. Um, and I tried out and it was nerve wracking because I had never been, I'd never sang before with a band. Um, and I'm not a musician. Like I, I still say that now. Like I don't, I don't know how to music, you know, like, like I, I, I can I, I call myself an entertainer as far as that part goes, but like, I, I can't really sing. Um, and so there were, you know, Dave liked me, uh, the other dudes were, you know, lukewarm at best. And then they, uh, yeah, they, they tried out, um, three or four other people and everyone else was busy. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I, uh, then I, I was in the band.
1: <laughs> this is yeah. like a terrible life lesson, though, where it's like, like drunken tomfoolery is not supposed to get you a spot in the band. Like, it's dude, like it's,
3: I that's like, that's not how so these things work. Well I, I
0: respectfully disagree. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. It, it's how I got my, my apprenticeship tattooing. Um, I, I was, Also. So dude, I was, I was, half, I was more than half in the bag that night. Talking about, it, I didn't know what to do with my life. and My friend said, "You should do tattoos," and I said, "I want to, but I don't know how to start." And my my mentor Melissa was there and was like, "Ah, you can be my apprentice." And I was like, "Seriously? Because <laughs> she's good, you know." Um, so I, I I don't know. I've I've drank myself upwards. I mean, I think uh, yeah, I, I think that's why that's I have happen-
0: such a good way of putting it. But- we, 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 we can never let Walter learn that term track myself upwards. <laughs> yeah
1: no 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 <laughs> well, yeah, or, or I mean or if he hears this episode he'll just be full of resentment where he's like, it works for this guy. this guy gets <laughs> we'll drag, drag- we'll gets <laughs> He gets I, off of I mean, doors opening for him left, right and center by getting more and more wasted
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's why I haven't started any new projects or any like big business plans or something like that. Because I, I I'm functionally a teetotaler right now, like I, I
0: you know, the odd the
3: odd <laughs> drink every once in a while, but like I, I have enough on my plate. If I drink any more, I'll, I'll get too busy. <laughs>
1: Exactly, Start, starts what? drinking and then he's running for like borough mayor or NDG or something, and you're like, "What is happening?"
0: Well, I think that's what, that's that's how that's how it happened for uh, a couple of uh, your former guests on the show.
1: <laughs> Some of the in, other would be borough in the
0: political in the political uh, <laughs> sphere of uh, nine to five. Um, uh, Angus, can I ask you something? What's the just in terms of where we're at uh, as a city? Where mm. we're, we're getting back, St. Patrick's Day was last. You gotta know how many how many festivities you went to, but None. are you, you are if you went to any? Do you agree with me in general? Do you agree with my take that um, the city's alive again, kind of for the first time uh, since 2019? It really feels because uh, you know it, we have an energy that's different that I think bodes for a very destructible summer to come.
3: Uh, it, it feels manic right now like it feels quite manic you know like it's um i i mean i'm you know and old and busy and and just generally tired now and and grumpier as i get on get on (laughs) in years. um so i i mean i think it's i think it's that normal spring montreal unbearably horny for excitement feeling (laughs) but just like like but cranked yeah yeah like i was gonna say (laughs) but everyone's taken back you know like like it feels like that like it's um like i i I don't know I, i i think it's been this sort of stop start stop start edging of everybody for the past two years that, that whenever it gets opened <laughs> up for a little bit before the inevitable, like collapse upon itself. Um, yeah. It feels like wild. Um, I mean, I, 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 again, like I I barely drink anymore. I don't really party. Um, but what little I've been to every time it happens, it's like, Oh shit. Like this is, wild like dissolved. hey you know yeah.
1: like someone's gonna yeah. like flip a table you know yeah i remember it's that, that type um, of nervous. Um, yeah. yeah i remember last summer uh after a jfl show everything was where this was when bars were open but i think they could only be open up till like 1 a.m mm-hmm.
2: If, mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. there was like yeah, that stretch yeah, yeah.
1: i was and i i i, I walked up saint laurent and it was, like, only midnight, and it, it appeared to be, like, it was just a random Friday night or something, and it, and you would swear that it was, like, 3 a.m. on Grand Prix weekend. It was, like, every <laughs> bar was, like, people were just drunkenly, like, spilling out of windows, and, like, girls with their shoes in their hands just, like, running down the street, <laughs> like... Cat calls oh, I, and everything, and I was like, "This is." It was like, oh, like anxiety inducing almost. I was just like, I was like, "Oh, this is insane." Everybody is just like you said, so pent up and so horny. Like yeah. they're all. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody I mean, wants to get some right now because they think the doors are about to slam shut in their faces.
3: You know, and and I, I was using "horny" in the the metaphorical, but also in the, the real, <laughs> I guess. Um, but the You know, I I also wonder if I'm just not used to it anymore, you know, like like that's the the same type of thing, you know, where where it's like, oh, this is this is wild and it feels like insane. But I'm like, did it feel like this before? You know, like like I I I don't know, like it's it's weird how little it took to completely make me forget how that works. You know, like, like. Yeah, it's... I,
1: I have no idea how it's going to be. I'm, I'm, I'm. I, we'll have to. I'll, I'll. You have to kind of maybe like shoot me a message or whatever. Because I, I was supposed to go to my first concert uh, last Friday. Oh. Uh, uh Richard quain was coming to town. And then he got COVID and, and, then, very excited for it too. and then I was super excited for it. And then I got COVID. So the show got postponed. So I'm still going to get to see him. So that's exciting. Cause I was like, Oh, it's a bummer. I won't be able to like, I won't be able to go, but he had already canceled the show because he had gotten COVID. So, um, but, but again, like Angus and I were talking about a little before we hit the record button. Um, like, I feel that this current wave is not, gonna cause a shutdown because like hospitalizations and stuff aren't going up too much people are just getting sick it's a shitty flu and uh you get over it and you move on like i'd not and but i will say this to echo our friend of the show sergio's uh, sentiments if (laughs) if you are sick don't come to the show there'll be more shows like come on now like it's it's don't worry about it that's that's the thing i'm i'm very scared of is like someone with the sniffles being so excited to like get out to their first show that they go to the show with the sniffles. I'm like, don't do that. There will be more shows.
3: I I feel like just about everybody I've spoken to has been surprisingly responsible also, you know, like and We're older um, though now. Well, yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, some of the youthful fuck ups that I've, I've tattooed, um, you know, have also been like, (laughs) you know, like I, Hey, and no shade. I was one of those people. I'm just now an old fuck-up, but it's it's the... Um, I, I think a lot <laughs> of it's accidental. I think a lot of it is accidental. You know, like like, like you were describing your, your, your COVID symptoms to me, like, oh, I'm feeling tired, and I have a little bit of a scratchy throat. Like, is it, you know, and you're like, wow, I'm... That's just spring I'm, allergies, I'm, really. Like, yeah, I didn't I know, know any better. Work. And, like, I, the, the you know, played with my cat when I got home, and then go out and then come back and you're like oh maybe i am sick you know like i it, it's yeah hey, it, it's the um also no no one wants to be typhoid mary you know and yeah i don't think that that make of, like on purpose no I I no like that. i mean unless they are in which case that's buck wild like like you should interview that guy like <laughs> i'm like yeah, no, no, that's no. that's, that's, that's everybody's okay. sick. Yeah, I mean that's an interview, you know, like <laughs> Exactly. Uh, well anyway, you know, like,
0: it's never it's never stopped producers in this town before. So you know, Montreal isn't isn't exactly a city that considers um you know, everyone's safety before putting on any event. Uh it's usually <laughs> much more tied to the bottom line than that. So it's a fun city to live in, you know
3: yeah amen I, I like that um like that David Lee Roth story like I feel like he needs to show up before every show and make sure that there's what is it no brown M&M's in the bowl just to make sure that everybody's like crossed their T's and dotted their eyes, you know like did you ever hear mm-hmm. that one yeah he, he would he would, yeah, you know he always asked for ridiculous things just to make sure they followed everything because if they didn't there was going to be safety issues and I'm like I love Diamond yep. Dave. Uh, I wish I could do this.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, and, and I, I
1: just like whenever I think about that, it is, and who knows what the what the, the screw up was in that one. As soon as I, whenever I think about like safety and concerts in Montreal, you inevitably end up back at like Metallica at the Big O. And oh. Metallica,
0: the, Metallica, the Big O, which was which was a riot more than a safety. Well, in- no,
1: but it was because more of a safety than. issue. Yeah but it was the safety yeah. issue caused him to stop
3: playing, which
1: then spurred well, yeah, the riot.
3: Right. Like, yeah, yeah he exactly started windmilling yeah. and the fireworks went off and his head caught fire. Like, God, oh, I, I was, I think I was 10 when that show happened. I, I really wanted to be there, but I was 10. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't. <laughs> you know, I remember my first drive, like, uh,
1: yeah, exactly, there'd be plenty more. You lived in Montreal, you, 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 you weren't missing out. There'd be plenty no. more riots for you to sharpen your teeth on, sir. Oh man, but yeah, no, the, I yeah, exactly. That's it. I, I think that that's just the message right now. Is like shows are back, shows are coming. Um, yeah, if you're feeling sick, stay home.
0: But but I'm, you know what you know what you know what's coming. That's the worst part. That's going to be the real problem for people at shows and for people regular everyday people. When are they tell? When are they taking
1: off the masks, uh, Keith? It's mid mid April, I think. I think they're going to stall it, though. I feel that I think they've, uh...
3: they've stopped talking about it, haven't they? I I know yeah. that. that, like, that, that we, one we've of the gone... things that. Everybody's noticed. Like they've stopped sort of putting it forward.
1: Well, we we went a couple days in a row now with like two thousand cases a day, mm. but like, and if you're, it's two thousand cases a day, but like, that's mostly like phone ins. I was well, like, that's... how many more are there that are people who are not like. Calling in to get not, it, right? Not
0: testing. Because that's, that, that's my fear, gentlemen, is that when we get to that point where the masks do come off, the fights that it's going to lead to for people who want you to take the mask off if you're wearing it in public or want you to put a mask on if you're not wearing one in public are going to be a breaking point that I don't know if it's going to be too pleasant of a time. It's going to be because a world of
1: Chris Rocks and Will Smiths.
0: It's going to be a lot. It, well, I don't know. I mean... It's very funny, but I don't know if we, I mean, we see it in the States, right? Like there was a video of Ron DeSantis yelling at a bunch of high school kids Mm -hmm. for wearing a mask. And that's what we're going to have on the streets. Like these are government officials yelling about that. This is like the governor of the fucking state. And like, yeah, it's Florida. And yeah, it's Ron DeSantis. I get it. But we we saw what happened with the convoy a couple months ago. We shouldn't underestimate this type of uh, potential in this country for that type of discourse.
1: I, mean, I think I got. I've I've been yelled at for wearing a mask even in Montreal. Like,
0: I, it hasn't happened to me, but people are generally not looking to yell at uh, Big Chrissy, you know. <laughs> Small,
3: yeah, mild that, mannered, I guess. It, it hasn't more open really target. happened to me, you know. Like as far as that part has gone, but it, 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 to be fair, we had someone come into the shop who thought that the mask mandates were over, and immediately start giving people shit. And it was kind of like, well, wait, no, you have to put one on because it's not done yet, and
0: it's not over. You're wrong. You, you're actually you got wrong. the date
3: wrong. You know, like you don't know what day it is. You know, like,
0: it's like we're still large, uh, brother. We're still large. Yeah, 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 And it's on
1: top like, of that, I mean, like, like we also, you're also in a in a business where uh, like cleanliness and sanitation is 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 a is a high priority here. So it's like yeah. hey, this man. isn't.
3: Yeah. Well,
2: I
1: yeah, mean, exactly. like, we, we've also like,
3: talked about it and uh, we're going to be wearing them longer than the mandate goes, um, you know, just because of uh, working close proximity with someone, you know, like, and we're going to be asking our clients to yeah. wear them and we're going to be wearing them. And once... And it's also like long I mean, exposure too, right? Like you're, you're, you're,
1: you're sitting with someone...
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even a quick tattoo, you know, like with setup, chatting, all that sort of thing. Like, sure, I can get you in and out the door in 14 minutes. But, like, you know, if I'm breathing, about 45. Um, But, like, yeah, Yeah. it's – it's. I don't really – I don't give a shit, you know. Like, until the, the, you know, like the majority of scientists in my area are saying, like, yeah, no, this is a good idea now. You you don't have to wear them. I'm like, fucking wicked. I'll listen to them, not people trying to yeah. get both, which is, I, I don't know. I mean, okay, just to, to where we're at. Talk, that's
0: where we're at, yeah.
3: Yeah, but also just to talk about the band for a second, like, we. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I, um, like, a lot of our songs, like, stuff that we were, like, the Hypnophonics, when we, we started writing songs, um i mean dave started writing songs and i would throw in some yes every once in a while uh one of the big things was that we didn't want to write like you like sort of the stereotypical psychobilly thing so no zombies no vampires no hot rods i mean like i i like zombie movies i like vampire movies but i i feel like the market is glutted as far as that's going on that and also what am i going to add to the conversation um so we we like to write about um uh, like one of our big things was like conspiracy theories and like paranoia. And I mean, like I'm a really anxious person and I didn't figure that out for a long time. So this just kind of made a lot of sense whenever we were singing about it. Um, but like anxiety and like, you know, I mean, mental health, but like being crazy, you know, like, like that type of feeling, you know? So we we got a song called MKUltra Ultra. And it's it's all about like drug induced paranoia and, and all that sort of stuff. But it, it's also like remember when conspiracy theories were fun? You know, like like just to go down the rabbit <laughs> hole for a couple of hours and be like, Wow, that was whack and like you know, close YouTube, go to bed, talk about some dumb shit with yeah. your coworkers the next day. And now it's like, No, but wait, like the lizard people don't actually exist, <laughs> you know, like like and it's it's a Good yeah
1: God. yeah like like, like faking the moon landing is a fun little chat over drinks
2: oh man
1: you know? hey, we could have written Spread, like spreading spreading <laughs> yeah, exactly. spreading, yeah. spreading a virus uh and no that's uh, now you're yeah. now why are we why is this a political fight now
3: <laughs> well that you know like like i mean we we write a lot of songs about feeling like you know like isolated and alone Mm -hmm. and sort of like the the sort of feelings that that can bring um well you know in a song you can dance to you know (laughs) like but it's yeah uh,
2: exactly of course
3: (laughs) yeah exactly like our our last ep uh citizen of oblivion um is a is about like the, the, the song that we took the title from, Citizens of Oblivion. Wait, the album Citizens of Oblivion? The song "Citizen of Oblivion? I'm in the band. Um, it, it, it's about <laughs> like like feeling completely alone from everybody and feeling like the, the horrendous sense of isolation, but also rage because of that. And, and it's a vicarious storytelling device that you you can sort of I mean, I wouldn't even call it Darkest Fantasy. Shockingly,
1: shockingly prescient also. Well,
3: that's it, you know, like, but it, I mean, <laughs> you listen to it and it's, you know, if we were writing that song seriously, you know, we might be a, a horrible person, you know, like or or someone who <laughs> desperately needs a lot of help. Um, but there's five of us. We're not alone. <laughs> you know, like we're a band. We got <laughs> friends. We, <laughs> we're adored by, I don't know, tens of people. <laughs> <laughs> You know, least,
0: yeah. approaching thousands, <laughs> approaching thousands, and that I mean, in that in American an American currency is is millions really. So I, you could say it's um millions around the world. World
3: almost. I mean, maybe they got my that's address in the check yet, but I mean, let's let's hope it pays <laughs> off one of these days. You know, it's in the mail. It's in the mail. I yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I I mean, like we we've always uh, like we're we're not. A hard, like I said, we're not a hardworking band. And I use air quotes on that on a podcast. So, you know, that's where we're at. Um, but we are we're, I, I, I don't mean that we don't try hard. But we're also, we're we, we know that we're not, this isn't going to pay the bills. Like, um, we, we have uh, two professional musicians in the band. Um, and we are their side project. And that's a lot of fun Uh, uh, because you get some talent, um, but you know, like you don't need to commit. (laughs) Um, So Colin from the brains plays bass for us now. And I mean, if you want to talk consummate professional, like that's the dude, like we did a tour with the brains 10 years ago. um, And yeah, he was tour mom. Like he can't, like, I, you know, I was mom's assistant, I guess, because I, I was the only one who wasn't, you know, whenever I was given cash, I wasn't embezzling. Um, but the, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, God, do not trust musicians with money. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, we, uh,
1: yeah. and I don't think and- that's only a musician problem.
0: I mean, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a week for celebrities, you know. Right? It's been a week so far for celebrities.
3: But yeah, anyway, across I, the board,
0: they're not—they're not enjoying the moment.
3: That, thats it, you know. Like, I mean, we don't want to be celebrities. We, if anything, we'd enjoy like cult status, you know, or like a band decades from now is like, oh, we found one of their albums at a pawn shop and yeah like i really like the hypnophonics and then once we're all older older and or dead um you know that then then we'll be talked about you know or it's like it's we're, we're you know dave and i are kind of nerds about records and stuff like him way more than i am but like that that sort of like oh like artifact that that's what we're going for you know like at the end of the day like see us while you can, because I mean, I don't know, we don't do this much
1: yeah, yeah that, that I mean I think that that's also something that's, there's something to be said for that too is like a the the fact that you guys don't play necessarily a ton of shows b that like whenever you think about like artifacts, like I know Angus you have a crazy collection of like action figures and and records and and all you're a collector
3: goddamn comics, too many goddamn collections, yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like things. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's it. And does does that like has that informed your uh I guess like it's one of those things where I don't know, I have a I'm a small collector, I guess. But there's one of those things where it's like you was I thought when I was younger I would grow out of it. But like, then I just oh. never did. Like, like I was like, I'm probably not going to be buying action figures when I'm like, you know, coming up on forty. And then I'm like, oh,
0: but look at this new action figure. Like,
3: I I keep on wondering when I'm going to grow up. You know, like <laughs> it, it's you know it it's a weird thing to feel, but it's I don't know. Yeah, it keeps you young at the same time. Uh, I I think if you're doing it right, it keeps you young. And if you're not, it keeps you frozen. Um, and I, I feel like I'm I'm doing it right right now. Um, I, I I have to get the what is it the freezer burn off me every once in a while. But I feel like it just sort of preserves me. Um, but yeah, I mean like I don't know like the the band that basically started psychobilly, the Cramps. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, poison ivy and and Lux were record collectors first um mm-hmm. and they were buying all these weird like 45s and all this shit that no one wanted and like traveling across the country to buy like records for a record shop and like do, doing all sorts of cool shit and we're like well fuck it we can do it we, we can do this like, They're always talking about how simple it is and like oh this is such easy music you know when you play it to a real musician they're like well we're simple can <laughs> do this you know like i i, I mean it was, yeah it's uh, we got a song called um back to the cave um that was on our, our what is it last band on earth album that we put out with stomp uh and we wrote it like that that i feel like talks about that a lot um because like i'm not buying any new records my stuff's great like i don't want anything new i just want the stuff I have, or like old stuff that I missed. Like, there comes a point when you don't care about the new shit, and you just want the stuff you missed and like the old stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, I don't know. <laughs> I, buy our new record, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and go to the show on Friday. Yeah, yeah, Friday. yeah. And, 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 not,
1: and not for nothing. If we, to, to plug the show, we haven't, I don't think we've have even even mentioned.
0: What, what are we expecting, Keith, on Friday?
1: I mean some psychobilly good times is what's up. But also uh, friends of the friends of the website they actually did a written interview with us the Creep Show are, we haven't oh, even really? mentioned Yeah, yeah. We're we haven't even name dropped Creep Show yet.
3: <laughs> you know? I hear they're they're a pretty big deal. Ah, yeah, I think I might have heard of them once or twice. Yeah, I think yeah. I might have even seen them once or twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's it. Seen a couple well, of Creep Show shows in my I, I, I mean they were the the god I, again at playhouse and in conjunction with um, what the hell was the name of his night Dave's night that he was doing there like the psychobilly night like they they put on the creep show they they barely had um, anything recorded at that point they like yeah that weekend I think Dave did their video or the next time they came to camp. but it was the first time they played. And like everyone I was going to be hanging out with or playing music with for the next like 10 to 15 years was there that night. Like that was a real, like, like as you know, for me, that was like, like a, a moment. Big, it was a moment. <laughs> it was a moment. And like Renee was playing drums with, I oh the band was called the Pandemics. They were great. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's a and like all this this great stuff was happening that night, and I was like, I want to do this, you know? Like, how do I get involved? And and at that point, I thought my contribution was just going to be drawing, or like, oh, maybe I can do um, like a record cover would be a dream, you know? And Mm -hmm. like, um, I and I was also at the time I was a makeup artist, and I was like, oh, all these Tiger Billy bands need fucking makeup jobs because there's zombies in all the videos um mm-hmm. that's how i that's how i became friends with dave he got me to do makeup for a brains mm-hmm. video um i think their first one right? is it no pain no brain yeah anyway um, no brain no pain you it's on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. anyway i i,
1: I ramble um that's all good. That's what a podcast is for, rambling on. You
0: know, yeah, it's it's tough, Angus, because when we, you book somebody on the podcast, the worst thing you could ever have is them talking uh, never. So oh. the <laughs> fact that you ramble is actually beneficial uh, to It works, it works. You know, the worst thing in the world is you, could, you have to ask like 25 questions. With you, I feel we're at like, you know, three, four questions an hour. That's a fun <laughs> pace for the host. You know? <laughs>
3: Take a break, you guys. I'll I'll take the wheel.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's it. We'll just go get some coffee.
1: Angus will just tell us about the uh, you know. The-
0: Angus telling Chrissy a story. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, the, you. Sure, American- I mean, we yeah.
1: barely, probably even barely even scratched the surface. I'm sure of of stories of the hypnophonics, of being a tattoo artist of all that. Like mm. it, it's. They're, they're Do you nice. have a
0: go? I-, I like asking this question to people now. Do you have a go to? Uh, elevator pitch type of story, like uh, uh, your social. You're at a social function. You're like, "What's a funny story you want to tell from your band playing days, or t- tattoo artistry days, maybe, or or both?"
3: Oh, um, it, it, like for a fun for the anecdote.
0: Band- yeah, uh,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, fun, fun, fun anecdote. Like, like it's hard to narrow it down. Um, but it was, I got hit in the head um, by, uh, we were playing, um, Saskatoon and, uh, we were playing a taco bar. It was, re- it's, it's, I can't remember what that place is called, but it's great. Like you, we, we all had, we got Saskatoon three ta- tacos. Bar. Bar. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was like, <laughs> <Authentico>, you know, <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, I was shaking my head around. Um, and, uh, our bass player swung his bass. So he zigged, I zagged and the bass key got caught in my forehead oh, for a second. Cause it's kind of like a, a, like a clover shape, but with a little point yeah. coming out in between the two lumps. And, and I felt my skin pull out as we both Good. pulled away and I was like, Oh God. Okay. Like wiggled my toes, made sure I hadn't like, given you know, like, I could remember what day it was, I think. I mean, like, you know, that type of thing. And I like, kept on playing. And the crowd's going wild. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I've got them right in the palm of my hand. And I'm like, oh, I'm going hard. I'm sweating. I feel like James Brown. Like, it's pouring down my face. And I, I always had a kerchief in those days, like, in, in my, my jacket pocket. And I pull it out, and I, I just dab some sweat away dramatically. And it's covered in blood. And I'm like, oh. And so I, I'm holding that in front of my face. And it's like pouring down my face at that point
1: um crimson mask like a wrestling wrestling bleeding like a wrestler
3: (laughs) hold on and um people were taking photos and like and then we finished and i you know i just said like hey is there a doctor in the house i'll be at the merch table (laughs) and like went to the back and um there was a doctor in the house it was pretty cool he uh, was a rad dude, and uh, I mean, like, I was fine. It's like one of those it, – it's a head wound. You need, like, you know, a, a couple of millimeters, and it just pisses blood. But everyone kept on coming up to me because it's Psychobilly, and they were like, oh, like, how did you do the fake blood trick? I'm like, this is real. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, no, but I'm really bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm lightheaded. I've lost it's a little bit. It's still a <laughs> bit. Like
0: my head is off my shoulder. It's on my shoulder. I have been
3: drinking. You know, like it, it is. It was pouring freely, and it was the most merch we've ever sold in a night. Uh, it was incredible. Like we had gas money. Our transmission blew the next day, so we had to get that fixed. So it all went away. But it was. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's always the one that sticks to me the most. Like there's like that photo is generally our profile picture uh, on, on the hypnophonics page, like um, we'll cycle through that one. And it's just me like covered in blood. And it was, I, 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 I don't know. I felt like whenever I was, you know, singing in my mirror and like, I could be a rock star, you know, like doing that and like imagining myself bleeding on stage, you know, like, Doing it for the music, I was like, I hit that, I did it, I that I, I, mission accomplished. And then three days later, we met um, Rob Halford from uh, what the Judas Priest. Judas Priest. Um, yeah, because yeah, we had all like we were we were going to Vancouver Island or we were coming back from Vancouver Island, uh, and so the brains piled into our van so we could just have one van. And then we were all standing outside, like smoking or taking a breath of fresh air. Um, and we'd been, like, following Ozzy and uh, Halford's tour bus by accident. Like, like, they were always playing either the same night or the night before or the night after, um, every stop that we did. We're like, oh, man, it would be so cool if, like, Ozzy Osbourne walked out of the van? And it's fucking – it's Rob Halford, and he got out, and we were all, like, stunned and staring. And then he walked over to us and asked if we had any cigarettes. And we all started screaming and we got photos <laughs> with Rob Halford. And then we all that's talked amazing. about Yeah, then we all talked about kissing Rob Halford. And we we're like, that that's cool, you know, like <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a solid, solid couple days, stretch of a few days.
2: I
3: was it was that was a neat tour. I mean, like, you know, like I don't know, I don't like leaving my house. Um, so it takes a lot to get me out, you know, like um And now the car is I, so high. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. You are like, are we going to meet well, Rob Halford on
1: this tour? Nope, I am mm, yeah. out. <laughs> I already <laughs> met
3: Rob Halford. Like, <laughs> he didn't kiss me. Like, it, it's you know, like what, what the hell? Like, can you know? But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like tattooing. I I got into tattooing like ten years ago. Like, I just had my tenth anniversary um, since I started my apprenticeship uh, and and doing tattoos. Um, I mean like you meet some really wild people but you also meet just like I, I don't know like so many nice so many nice people that you can just have a great conversation with like, like <laughs> it was it was why like I worked in comics for a while and the, like I loved it because I got to draw every day but I hated it because I never saw anybody and I get yeah. why a lot of like comic artists are like you know especially autobiographical ones are like misanthropes like cuz it's it's a lonely lonely job mm-hmm. um and i i worked in makeup and that was great cuz i got to meet people every day but i wasn't drawing and i wasn't particularly good at makeup you know um but this is like this is like the the perfect combination of the two um but if you want a fun story one time i was doing the Barbie logo on A woman's lower back and she farted in my face and i was like it was was just i was like this is great this is a funny job (laughs) like this (laughs) hey she was chill she was like oh sorry i'm like hey don't you know it happens but i'm like it's funny man like that that was just like it's you know i've never been like i don't know i i've like worked so late that i've slept at the shop and woke up and started working again like that sort of like cool like dedicated to your craft type of thing like Mm -hmm. that done that work conventions met some madmen you know done all that (laughs) shit but like the the best part of tattooing is it's not necessarily the wild stories it's the it's the cool people that come out and just like um trust you because it's uh, it, it's a real like tattooing and healing are really important because it's the fastest way to change yourself permanently mm-hmm. they, like i call it positive masochism a lot of times because you know like as it, it, someone who's self-harmed before and like done that sort of stuff just with no great results um i feel like you can you you know tattooing kind of works the same mm-hmm. way because you want to be able to like you know a lot of people are suffering or mourning or like a lot of people just want that sort of like ritual of change I and mean, ritual mm-hmm. usually takes pain and so to to have that combined and then come out with something i don't know like a sick skull that's on fire like it, yeah. it's a <laughs> way better you know like like I, yeah, I
1: exactly know. that's it mm-hmm. oh, that's cool yeah. that's cool uh <laughs> <clears throat> angus you are on a time limit uh, here we do mm-hmm. uh, we do wrap up the show uh every episode with a, the same a, a repeat segment segment called five questions where we ask the same three questions to every guest then question four is the question from our last guest and then question five question five is what question would you like to ask our next guest without knowing okay. who it is okay so you have that so. in the back of your head uh chris you want to kick it off
0: Yes, indeed. Always a pleasure. We like to again always uh, acknowledge our sponsors. Uh,
1: Who sponsors, Stella, Stella, Stella,
0: Artois. <laughs>
1: Artois. our toys, our toys, our Stella,
0: not, Stella Artois
1: does not endorse this show.
0: Stella, give us a call. Uh, the Angus, SQD, what, does the SQDC
1: sponsor. Is that? I
0: don't know. It? Angus, <laughs> what do you, your thoughts sound like?
3: A uh, uh, constant murmur. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, the, the rushes to screaming, um, it's like looking through, uh, a disorganized photo album.
2: Oh,
1: it's very, that's one of the most like astute man. poetic like answers.
3: Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, uh, nice. God. It's honestly, wonderful. Honestly, We've asked
1: this to like a hundred people. Like that's yeah, not And even...
0: every single time, like what do I, what are like, your thoughts? <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, like, <laughs> you you were like you bam you had thoughts. the answer with it.
0: And it's like yeah yeah your thoughts like you know it's like a <laughs> fucking hard question uh, you answered <laughs> perfectly thank you. Uh, uh, question welcome.
1: number two, um, what was your favorite thing to eat as a as a child? Yeah. French fries could be a meal could be a snack so whatever don't, don't
3: French fries hold. but like like out of a paper bag. Um, there used to be a place in the Pointe Claire village called La Bouffe. And that, okay. yeah, that was my, that was where I went as a child. Like, and that was, yeah, that was definitely the food that made me the happiest. Yeah. Like, cost, cost quit French fries, not like fast yeah, food French yeah.
0: fries. Food yeah. Style,
3: salt yeah. and vinegar. Like, yeah, the, 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 I've never found a place well, that yeah. tastes as good as my memories. Yep.
1: Hmm. Uh, and, so, and, and I was going to say, salt and vinegar, ketchup, or, or salt and vinegar? Salt and vinegar.
3: Yeah. Salt and vinegar. Yeah. That was Put it in the bag was...
1: and then close the bag and shake it?
3: Yeah. Definitely. That was my. That yeah, was my yeah, the, You had to eat them <laughs> quick, otherwise the, the bottom of the bag was going to fall out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh,
0: What is the best or worst thing about growing up? Best or worst? Best mm-hmm. or worst thing about growing up.
1: You can answer both. You can answer one or the other.
3: It's up to you. Dealerships. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, worst part about growing up is knowing that there's less, um, the, the best part of growing up is, uh, realizing that I've made my young self pretty happy. Yeah, that's. That's dope.
1: Like, I, I yeah, I, I've had that s- a very, very similar, like, thought, where I was like, like, every now and then I, I like, look at my my home, and, yeah. and not, ju- not just from, like, my stuff, but, like, the people who I, like, hang out with and whatever else like that, I'd be like, man. I was like, if, like, high school me, like, showed up, he'd be like, you're doing all right, almost 40, yeah. Keith. Like, you're like, yeah.
3: you're like. <laughs> yeah. There's just about any time, like, if time traveling me jumped forward to right now, there's very, I can think of, or, or me traveling back in time and explaining it to younger myself. I think there's very few times that I wouldn't have not been like, Oh, Oh, fake Christ. Like, like pour a bucket <laughs> of cold water on me. I, I'm relieved, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this, this didn't turn out
1: nearly as bad as it could have. Yeah, exactly.
0: It could, it could have been worse, you know, if you asked yourself 10 years ago, uh yeah. <laughs> number four keith
1: uh question number four uh comes from improviser storyteller uh matt goldberg who was uh on the show matt? Plugging... yeah you know matt goldberg
3: oh god
1: i i miss matt goldberg hi man <laughs> huh. hey matt Glad you, you I would, he did thing. not know he was asking you the question oh, and also awesome. you also maybe have already answered it in the podcast weirdly This is spooky shit. Uh, Matt Goldberg wanted to know, what is your favorite picture of yourself?
0: Which is a great question uh, for radio, you know?
1: (sighs) But Angus already Um, did drop a picture of himself. I mean, that's a,
3: that's a, that's a, that's (laughs) a a pretty great, that's a pretty (laughs) great photo. I, I, I think I'm three way tie for first. Um, one Ooh. is what I use as my business card and my convention banner right now. And, um, uh, my, my partner, Marisa is a photographer and took that one of me and I'm, I'm like lying on my stomach, like with my, with, you know, like kind of like a seal, like face up, but like holding my, my, my tattoo machine and my, my feet crossed coquettishly behind me with a bunch of like flash around me. Um, It looks like it looks
1: like a definite like a like an almost a baby, a newborn baby photo.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mildly (laughs) cannot be mildly, you know, like, yeah. And and uh, not only because of I love that photo and how many people have seen that and approached me about it. Like to either A, get tattooed or B, coming back and say like, you're, you look approachable because of that. And I'm like, awesome. Like, I don't want to take myself too seriously. And I feel like mm-hmm. that makes me look fun. Um, and also because it was part of uh, uh, her seduction plan for me uh, because we were, we were friends and we were, oh. you know, both in love with each other. And, uh, and eventually we got together and seven years later, we're still together. All um, part of the plan. I'm going to take take this,
1: uh, you know, I'm going to take a photo of you that a sailor would want to see and then work my way into your life. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were already friends
3: then, but it was part of it, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. you should interview her though. Marisa is incredible. Uh, She's got a new uh, like um, selfie studio opening up. Uh, I'll talk, I'll send you stuff afterwards. Anyway, uh, the second one is the one she just took of me and it kind of looks like the Miss world or what is it, live through this whole album cover? i um, yeah, so yeah. like a giant bouquet of roses, and I've got a crown on, and uh, I look very very chuffed with myself. I just think I look great there. I think it's going to be the last awesome. time that I have long here. Uh, and oh. the last is my grade 11 high school photo.
2: Oh. Uh, I, I, top just, top
3: I don't know thing. what the hell happened, but I worked every single angle that day, and... <laughs> Yeah, that kid is uh, stoked with me, and I'm stoked with that kid, and I got to be him. Yeah.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And I love that.
1: Turning the tables, uh, what question do you want to ask our future guest without knowing who that guest will be? Get to ask a a question to a stranger through the ether of podcasts.
3: I've been watching the Terminator movies lately. Oh, okay. um, like, like everything, James Cameron. I mean, like the only—I mean, only the two good Terminator movies. So I'm thinking something about like time traveling and asking, like, how would you convince someone? But honestly, what's the first thing you remember reading? I think is the. Yeah what's the, what's the first thing you remember reading that stuck with you? Hmm. Remember
1: reading that stuck with you. Hmm. Ooh, I, I mean like so. I'm the Declaration I'm in
0: of Independence.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, there, Chris. <laughs> the thing that the first thing that pops into mind, like and I'm like, is probably for me because I will answer them and then we'll ask our guests next week. Hmm. Uh, like the first thing that like really like stuck with me with the Bruno and Boots books pro- and probably this can't be happening at McDonald Hall was like the first one I was like a yeah. pretty yeah, I was like a pretty advanced-ish reader, so I was probably reading them in like grade three.
0: Don't pat too hard on the back, Sorry,
1: buddy. It's facts <laughs> is
3: facts, man. So, I'm so don't, sorry.
0: don't hurt yourself with that
3: one. True right? story about me. Hey. Yeah, me too and me too. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. God, I love those books. Yeah. So funny.
1: And, and just like like the 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 friendship of Bruno and Boots and the like the hijinks mm-hmm. and they're they're just misfits, but they're like kind of like they're like there are like misfits that you want to like. They're they're like aspirational misfits. Like you you look up to them. They're not Hearts just exactly misfits with a heart yeah. of gold. I was like these. The, I was like these dudes. I want to, I want to be these guys. I want to be yeah. in their friend circle. <laughs> and I was like, I want to hang out with them. I want to go to a private school and get into hijinks. And it was a it yeah. Just, yeah. It was yeah. like it was like the, one of the I, first like. Book. What's Chris, the name of that, Chris? Off? What do you?
3: uh gordon corman uh, gordon corman gordon corman god damn gordon corman came to my family's bookstore when i was a kid and he was like he was like 19 and because he was already public he published his first book at like yeah 12, well he wrote
1: he wrote this yeah, yeah exactly he wrote this yeah, uh, he wrote. Uh, yeah he wrote this can't be happening McDonald hall was like his graduating essay or something like
3: yeah 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 but um yeah that 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 inspired me to do stuff like just seeing a kid yeah. could do it yeah god, that's an awesome answer Fucking rant
0: i have a uh, significantly less cool answer I mean, <laughs> uh, and, you know my uh, my reading ability is uh, to be determined uh I, I remember the first the first piece of uh thing that i remember reading that was important was the 90 1995 montreal gazette when they uh the Canada won the election. The vote, no, the vote, the vote. Oh. That's the first. I thought that's what. What was the form what, what was your earliest uh, memory of reading something that you, you stuck with you? Book?
1: No, no, that, no. no. Like, it that,
0: didn't have to be a
3: book. Article is oh, good. Boy. That's a big. Yeah, I,
0: that, uh, I, I still, I still remember reading that for the first time and wondering what it meant.
3: That's, that's incredibly different. poignant. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's the, And then in terms of. You know, nine eleven. A lot of it has to do with reading. For me, it was the Gazette. I used to love the okay. physical paper. Yeah,
3: yeah, me I, too. I
0: re- I've always resented my mother when she stopped getting it delivered to the house. Uh, <laughs> I understood why, but yeah. uh, the, it's pricey. The, the death of newspapers will always suck to me because I Agreed. think that's something that. Uh, you know, kids will never understand. That's like the rotary phone at this point. Will never get it. I you know? see you
1: as a newspaper guy. Bring it back, Chris. Like just always having a newspaper <laughs> folded up under your arm. I like, like, I mean, like every once in a I while. I travel I'll with buy... this every day. I bring the newspaper with me. You know?
0: I'm probably one of the only guys my age. That I'll buy. I'll buy a Saturday paper every once in a while if I'm mm-hmm. going to be.
3: That's awesome, uh, man.
0: Yeah, I love. I love. I just love the feeling of a newspaper. I love going through the, like the back. The back. The back pages. You know, when especially as a younger kid, with the sports section we had in the city with like, you know, like Red Fisher article and Jack, stupid Jack Todd with his Monday morning quarterback, and you'd have whatever Hickey was saying on the main page on Saturday. But then other writers, like, you know, even in entertainment with Brownstein, he's just such a character with whatever he decides to write about. Now, to like, you could watch, you read it on your phone. Yeah, but it's just, it's not the same. Not the same. Very much not the same.
3: Yeah, it's definitely not the same. No, tact okay. tactile reading, like the, the the physical object and reading tied to it, are, are something that I can't get rid of. You know, like that's is, a, is I don't know lifelong reader and someone who collects books and comics and all that sort of stuff. It, it's yeah, physical media is brilliant.
0: Agreed. Like the uh, even the
1: um... I switched over to the Kindles, man. The Kindles,
0: i uh, us well, say, oh, like I, I,
1: I no, mean... shade. no shade. I'm just you know personal <laughs> preference.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I know, but I do like there is something like awesome about a book, and also just like an old yeah. book or a book you've read before, and like the book that you put the creases in, and like yes, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: My sister, my sister's friends are famous. My sister's a good reader. <laughs> Uh, good year, as if it's like an Olympic sport. Um,
1: but my sister, she, she won the gold in her year. Her yeah, year. yeah, my
0: sister will <laughs> will lend friends and family books, and they'll always say that she has her own little notes and oh. like her own little oh. bookmarks throughout the books that she'll she'll make or, or a little touch. She'll have like certain funny words or whatever underlined. It's like it's a habit of hers. Like it's just funny. Every everybody who reads has a different for a style and a format of how, how how they go about it. It's just funny to me. It's
1: interesting. Uh, it's a layer of the onion. Um, we're right on, uh, right on time, so we got, get one more one more plug in this Friday for Fun Electric uh, on your yeah. birthday too.
3: So oh shit, birthday show, yeah, birthday show. Well, well, day it's day after, show. but it whatever it's in that twenty four hours. Close enough. Close <laughs> was less
0: than Dependent. a day old
3: on April first. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Pretend you're turning 28 and, you know, the rule when you're turning 28, you celebrate your birthday for a whole week. You know, there's, like, 11 oh,
3: yeah.
2: parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, Fuffin, let's
1: There's the other band on the bill. Filthy Radicals. Filthy Radicals. Filthy yeah, Radicals. A
3: good time.
0: Filthy <laughs> Keith, uh, not to step on the guest, but it's because it's not the same night, but Saturday, Sunday, WrestleMania Watch Along. Over at champs. champs, that's what that that's what that is. Ooh. It's a pay what you can. You reserve on a Brent Bright, Perfect Bite Productions, baby. Saturday, Sunday, go see Angus on Friday. Yeah, we'll fucking have a great time there. Just rest up Saturday and come watch us. We're gonna watch along. There'll be show comedy prizes, the whole thing.
1: Uh, WrestleMania Sunday. weekend, baby.
3: WrestleMania oh, that weekend, fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> i'm on a chance yeah. angus see you
3: there <laughs> I, I'm, I'm down uh, i'm not recovering too much yeah
1: <laughs> hey there loyal listener who listens to the show all the way past the closing credits um Thank you for listening to Go Plug Yourself. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, If you enjoy the show, I cannot stress this enough. Please tell people about it. We don't really have a budget for marketing or fancy Facebook ads or putting up billboards on the street. Uh, We really have to rely on word of mouth, which uh, basically means that if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, Please uh, share it, link it, uh, tell your friends about it. Say, hey, there's this show called Go Plug Yourself. They talk to Montrealers or people that have stuff going on in Montreal, or uh, just p- people that have stuff to uh, promote that we kind of care about. We can we can go outside of Montreal if we want to. Um, yeah, so just tell tell people about the show. It's a it's a fun show. We we like doing it a lot. We've done it for over 200 episodes, and it's in large part thanks to support from uh, people like you. Um, if you want to support the show all you can go to uh, patreon.com slash nine to cc and uh, throw a couple bucks our way it really helps with uh, the hosting fees for the most part we're really not trying to make a profit on this um, and also if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone who might uh, want to be a guest on the show you can uh, contact us either on facebook or on twitter there's a bunch of ways to find us uh, and uh, and let us know. And if the scheduling and the timing and everything works out, maybe you can be the next person who uh, comes on the show and uh, plugs something. Uh, big thank you, as always, to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude who provided our theme songs. And of course, a thank you to uh, all of the hosts that we have on the show: uh, Walter J. Ling, who is technically retired but still sometimes hosts; uh, Christopher Vendito, Lawrence Corber, and uh, Ines Anaya. Uh, all are all amazing hosts, and you should support them and their comedy and uh, and all of that. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for choosing Go Blog Yourself uh, as one of your From the Millions of Podcasts, and have a beautiful day. Thank
0: you. 905.cc Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.